You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Worst Collection Ever here on Sideshow Network. Uh, brought to you by Comics on Comics, where the greatest comic minds meet the greatest minds in comics. I'm Sean. And I'm Jen. And yet again, we bring you selections from our pod, uh, from our uh, comic book collection that are less than... That suck. Good. Less than good. Well, no, here's the thing. They're Not bad. Wait. Financially, they... Cheap. Let's just say it's, cheap. It's cheap. Because here's the thing. So we're doing... Uh, this week we're doing Quasar. Yes, Quasar. I said it right. Yes, you did. You didn't call it Quasar. I might call it Quasar, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're plugged. Oh, I'm plugged. Hooray! Um, so, you know, we're doing Quasar, which I like, legitimately like. Yeah, you're a big Quasar fan. I think there's, like, you and, like, probably one other dude. There might be. I think that's it. That's it. Nobody else cares. But we're also doing uh, our first Image comic. Yes, we are. Hot. This one's brand new to our collection because we bought some crap. Well, we went to uh, Meltdown Comics yesterday here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. and Went to go see a nice show. Yes. Uh, the, the back of the comic book store. Yeah, the Nerd Melt Theater called The Setless Show, which, by the way, if you've never been to the Settler Show and you live out here in Los Angeles, please go and see it. They actually, they do it all over the world. They do it all over, yeah. They do it in New York. New York, Scotland, I mean, all sorts of places. Australia. Yeah, check their website out because they're really funny. And uh, just comedians doing comedy off topics they've never seen before. Yeah, that's the whole concept and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's some, some people tear it up and it's fantastic. But what was nice was that we um, were at Meltdown, mm-hmm. and I, I'll be honest, it's not my favorite store in L.A. No, mine either. Um, you know, I think it's a little... Not enough dollar boxes. In fact, no dollar boxes. No dollar boxes. Which right then puts it at the bottom of my list. And it's also one of those places, too, where... It's hip. It's, it's really hip. Like, it's, like, let's put it this way. If you're a I'm big... not hip. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just put this out there. I am not hip enough... To go to Meltdown. Like, I'm not cool enough. Uh, I'm not indie enough. I'm not ironic enough. <laughs> but it's ironic that you're there, because how can an unhip right? person Right, that's the thing. Exist? It's ironic that some woman who looks like she has 19 children just, like, <laughs> wandered in. She's like, oh, I'm buying things for my son, because I look like everybody's mom. You don't look like a mom. I totally look like a mom, which is fine. I mean, I'm in my 30s. I should probably look like someone's mother, but I don't. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and I wander in, and there's, like, all these cool, hip people, and I'm like, I don't belong here. And it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. It's kind of expensive. And there's but no dollar boxes, which that is what I want. I want cheap shit. But what they did have was uh, some grab bags. Oh yes, wrapped in brown paper. Wrapped in brown paper I that I'm were a sucker for those. You know that we, they were selling. And plus, if you bought something, uh, you got into the ten percent uh, set, off show. Yeah, settler show for, for early. early, and you got ten percent off. So that was some incentive, and I didn't realize they did this. And uh, I, I thought the that, grab bag. I thought that was rad. Yeah, I thought it was rad that they did it. And, I mean, uh, that's how we got Justice Machine was a grab bag from Jeffrey's comics. Yeah. Uh, so now we have an image comic called Blood Strike. Blood Strike. Now here's the thing about Blood Strike, which maybe if you know about this or not, but so Blood Strike is an image comic that uh, originally came out back in 1992. Yep. For like a number of, for like 25 issues. And then it went away for 18 years. And then they started reprinting again, like... They brought it back. They brought it back. Maybe... I don't think it's around anymore still. Maybe it should have stayed gone. But it's basically, it was created by Rob Liefeld. Oh, boy. Um, But (laughs) these people have feet. What, those people don't usually have feet? He can't draw feet. Like, legit? Legit can't draw feet. Then how's he a comic book artist? I don't know. He put, like, a rock in front of him. So they're always like... That's, that, that's the first He reference. can't draw feet. I'm not making this up. This is an actual thing. <laughs> well, you should learn how to draw feet. Well, you'd think? You'd think being the one of the, the you know most premier comic book artists of the 1990s, 
No feet. You, you should know how to draw a whole body. You can't draw feet. I, I, I refuse to accept that. Okay. I know I, I know that your titles is probably true. Uh-huh. But I still refuse to accept the fact that this is something that he cannot do. That's, uh, it's, un- it's uncool. Okay. But this was his idea. Um... I <laughs> think you just Googled Rob Leefield feet. Yeah, 40 worst drawings. He hates drawing feet. It says that right there. Look, you know what? Well, he, he hates okay. feet. He hates drawing he feet. He can't hidden feet because drawing feet is hard. The d- <sighs> I'm not kidding about this. this Awful. Is, this is the thing that he, he can't draw feet. Awful. He seems to see. He seems to have an aversion to drawing feet. Because he doesn't know. Cause he can't. I'm not kidding about this. This is a thing. Anyways, so he, these people have feet. So he didn't draw this, but he did create <laughs> it. And um, so basically, Blood Strike. I'll give the gist of this book or the story behind Blood Strike is that it's a team led by a number of deceased government operatives that have all died, but. They're a part of like this. Legit died. Legit died, but okay. they come back to life. Mm-hmm. They they're brought back to life, and they're given these superpowers, and they have to keep like be a part of this team in order to keep living and have superpowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's what that's what it is. And so there's uh, a couple of there's five five people on this team. Uh, there's Cabot Stone, who looks like Deadpool. Kind of. Kind of. Looks like Red Hood. Kind of. Kind of. And, uh... Yeah, he's... I don't know if I would call him Red Hood. He... I don't know. Yeah. He... Later, he's not even wearing his masky thing. Well, whatever. He's got a red... He's got a red mask. So... Yeah. Uh, there's Shogun, who... Kind of looks like Cable... Really? Without his no, without his mask later uh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, that's no, that's no surprise. Yeah. Um, who his power is? He has, uh, like you make weapons from his body, and he can regenerate, and he knows martial arts. Sure. Uh, Stone or Cabot Stone has basically like Captain America powers, like enhanced strength, speed, reaction time, all that stuff. I mean, you know, stuff goes down later. So wait, wait. So they these guys die. Yeah. And then they're given these powers and new identities? They're given these powers and these identities. So they didn't have them before they I don't died. think they did, okay. now. So there's... Uh, foreplay. Foreplay, who I guess has four arms. I didn't notice she had four arms. Uh, I didn't notice she had four arms either. Maybe we'll she get... looks like she's got two in that picture. We'll, uh, we'll have to go check, because I don't see... She's got two arms there. Yeah, she's got two arms. But apparently... Maybe they're in her vagina. But she... <laughs> <laughs> she could also, arms. so she had two arms, now she has two arms and she has the power of like creating like uh, her dense, you know, ma- upgrading her density and her mass. Uh, there's Tag who is super fast, but I guess could, I suppose it could also freeze people, like, you know, like freeze Tag. Oh, sure. No, that's, she- Tag's a sheet. I mean, yeah, yeah, so it's Tag's a sheet, yeah. And then there's Deadlock who is invisible and super strong. So, and doesn't he have, like, claw hands? Apparently he's got, yeah, he's camouflaged. He's got claw, claw hands. So, anyway, okay, so let's, so there's, so it starts off with some girl in the bathroom freaking out because she's over at... I'm assuming this is the mission control. This is the mission control for where the blood strike team lives. Lives, And uh, I guess they have a computer called Rome mm-hmm. that moves them around and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, uh... When the Justice League like needs to be beamed up to the tower type thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does that. So, yeah, so we start with this girl. I guess she's new and the, her boss is yelling at her. Yeah, somebody's dead and she's upset and her boss is just like a big old dick. And he's like, man, so, you don't have the stomach for this. And she's like, I'm fine. Right. So then she, so we go over to Stone. Who is fighting uh, mummies. Fighting mummies. It's like that show from uh, the 90s, Mummies Alive. Yeah, Mummies with Laser Guns. Mummies with Guns. And, and ridiculous outfits, by the way, because look at that. 
Oh, I know, yeah. That, that's that, like, the, she's like, supposed to be wearing what ancient Egyptians would wear, so she's wearing like a skirt, but the skirt has a lovely, like, uh... Asshole. It literally has an asshole in it, like, it's so you can see her butt cheeks, even though there's, her skirt goes all the way down to her knee. Defeating the purpose of said skirt. Right! But you can see that, I mean, at least her underwear match her butt asshole no, skirt. No, mind you, this is issue number 27 oh. from 2002. Well, yes. So, we've, so this is we've, we've missed on certain all sorts of great drawings of this asshole skirt. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what these I, I don't asshole have, skirt. I have no idea what these mummies are doing here, but he's he's fighting. Them. He's fighting them, and he shoots one in the head. I know. She's like holding its brains. Like, <laughs> like that wouldn't really fuck up a mummy, would it? Apparently, it did. Apparently, these mummies got brains, and because yeah, because we have mummies don't want don't mummies get their brains sucked out. Like as part yes, of the mummification you process, are, you are absolutely correct. They get their brain sucked right through their nose with a hook, and then it was disposed because the ancient Egyptians did not uh, believed that the soul resided in the heart, so the brain was always thrown away. Oh, okay. yeah, well, well. during the mummification process. But so anyway, like some reason this mummy still has brains, and then he like what whoever that guy's name is, Cabot. Cabot is, like, trying to uh, destroy these mummies, and he, like, breaks one of their necks and goes all the way around, and he's like, wait, destroy the the brain stem, and the body will die. That's, like, some straight-up Romero shit. I'm like, they're not zombies, they're mummies. I know, they're like, mummies, I know. It's just, it's I mean, they are, they are, they are the undead, but yes, they're but not. they're not the same thing. Mummies and zombies are not the same thing. And this mummy is like, fuck you, here's a bunch of bugs. Yeah, he has, like, a, a, a hat on that has just a bunch of Scarab beetles. I like that these. I, I like that these mummies kind of talk <coughs> like regular people. Yeah, because he's like he's like because he's like saying the shit like literally the word shit. And it's just kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird that a mummy would just be like fuck you shit you know whatever. Um. Yeah. So the mummy. So these bugs come out and they attack this guy and they like go in his mouth and his eyes and it's really gross. It's pretty. Gross. Yeah, these bugs are messing with this guy, and he can't die, and nothing can happen to him. So he gets transported, transported to like the See? middle of the ocean, so he could, uh, you know, basically, you know, he's okay because he, he can't die, you know, and he's gonna drown. He drowns death, but whatever, you know, he disappears, and so the other characters, the other uh, team members. Become, uh, or you know, we get introduced to them, and they are back because they got revived. Yeah, and and they always scream, I guess, because they're like given a new person, like a new life. Is that like wiped away? They don't remember who they used to be. Or they, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how that goes. Here. But it hurt. But apparently, it's very painful, and it hurts. But they're back, and now they're in these really fucking stupid uniforms. Yeah, uh, that are really dumb, especially four play. She does not have four arms. I, I thought she was supposed to have four arms. According that would to be even better if. She, well, there maybe she sprouts arms. Oh, well, she's only got two here. Yeah, and, and you know, she, I don't know what's going on with her outfit. It's uh, something. So these, uh, so these, so the zombie team comes back, and they uh they've been mentally training together for like 6 months but they've been asleep. So they've been uh, having like a like a danger room kind of like in their head. In their head. That's how that's how apparently that's a thing you can do in yeah, this universe. Yeah, they like connected to each other and they would train together so now they're awake and prepared to go on this mission. Yeah. So they're going on a mission to like go find some guy. guy. Yeah, they're I don't, yeah, I don't know they're going to find some uh this quantum guy. Sure. Who lives in Los Angeles? I'm like, hey, that's where I live. I wonder if you'll we'll see him. Sure. And then, like, so the mummies get in a helicopter. We cut back to the mummies. They get in a helicopter. Uh, who flew them? So the mummies fly helicopters? The mummies fly helicopters. And not only that, but the mummies speak Arabic. And if they're mummies from ancient Egypt, they shouldn't speak Arabic. They should speak Egyptian or Coptic. Which was spoken until the late 17th century. Uh, modern day Egypt, the language, national language, is Egyptian Arabic. But well, that, not back then. That's, I think. I think that's what somebody probably looked up. They says, yeah, but Jesus Christ, I just looked this, that up too. The way this, the way this was probably done was probably somebody was like, 
What are Egypt? Egypt? What does Egypt speak now? They go Egypt is Arabic. Great, that's what they speak. But they didn't speak Arabic back then, and it literally took me two seconds on Google. And in 2012, we had Google. No, I think I think what happened. If this was written in 1986. I'd be like, I oh, just got a shitty book, well, <laughs> <laughs> like a shitty library book. Didn't have. No, they probably me. literally went. They probably went like, "What do Egyptians speak? I don't know Egyptian, Arabic, and Arabic. Arabic's good. Arabic. Just put Arabic. Done. Wrong. Wrong. No fucking feet. Can't fucking pick right languages. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> asshole no, skirts. Why people the- <laughs> These people have feet. I don't know. There's asshole skirts. Anyway. So the mummy's come back. And- oh, can we also point out one other thing about this mummy? Do you see his chin? Yes. It's actually... Okay, so if anybody has seen... I'm certain everybody has seen like a picture of like King Tut, where they have that like long... Um, I don't even know what it's called, like a beard almost, but it's not real. It's like a, you know what I'm talking about. I'm yeah, sure. it's like a sticky outy. Yeah, it's like a sticky outy beard that you've seen Egyptians have um, that was part of like their garb. This guy's chin is actually like that, like the bone, <laughs> which is fucking... Well, he, he is a revived mummy. Yeah, I mean. but, but his actual chin wouldn't have that sticky outy thing. Well, maybe... He should just have a ceremonial piece or whatever, however they may... Because no one had a chin like that. That wasn't a thing. I also like that they're they're bitching about the and Americans, in, and he makes like a John Wayne reference, right? Like, where have these guys been? It's like, really? Yeah, you know, he literally says, "I don't like Amer- Americans because they're t- they have too much John Wayne attitude." Well, the girls saying this girl's saying that. I don't know. You know the girls, though, the girls are mummy too. I think. Yeah, right? they're all mummies. All of them are undead. And apparently, they watched. John Wayne movies in the, in the tomb? But well, I mean, you know, if you're undead, you got nothing else better to do. So the mummies are going back to take a nap, I in, think. And they're going to, like, Afghanistan to do that for some reason. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they were, like, used to be people and now they're mummies? I don't know. But Cabot surprises them. Yes. And he... Shoves bugs back shoves in their mouth. Bu- shoves, shoves the bugs that were attacking him back in their mouth. And drowns one of them. Drowns one of the mummies. Which why the other two mummies don't stop him? Well, maybe they uh, do. We just don't see all of this happening. Like true. maybe in the next issue or something. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Because I think this is the last we see of him here in this book. I think it is too. Yeah, I think you're right. Or no, wait, I think he comes back later. Does he? Or maybe he doesn't. Wait, hang on. Does he go? Let's go to the end of the book here. No, uh, no, he does. Yeah, he does. Because that guy shows up. Oh no, because he's fighting them. Yeah. Okay. yeah, anyways, yeah. So anyway, so we go down. We go to Hot Los Angeles to see how the rest of the team is doing. And it's, I don't know, some fucker dressed like a Confederate flag. There's like a Confederate and, flag uh, man, and then there's a guy dressed in some random suit. I don't know who these guys are. He looks like a bug. But they're like basically. I'm, I'm going to call him Ant Fuck. Ant Fuck and, and Confederate Man. Confederate Man are, <laughs> are in Los Angeles helping out. Uh, you know, I guess protecting this quantum guy and then the blood strike team. They all die. Show, no, they all, well, they, these guys die. They die. The blood strike team shows up and, kill you know, kill. kill kills. And then some, I think, I'm assuming this girl's like some sort of SWAT, um, some sort of uh, starlet. Yeah, or, no, she's a gas station heiress. So I'm assuming this is written, like, she's supposed to be like a Paris Hilton type. Where did you see that? It's later on. In the book, he says she's a gas station heiress. Oh, okay. Well, she so, gets, she, she basically dies. she's like a Paris Hilton, and she's like, oh, "Hey, how's it guy?" And she gets totally killed. Uh, slicey slice, and sliced then, by these ass. These, these. And then this quantum guy, I guess his power is like Magneto's power, so he stabs Tag in the leg with like huge nails. That I'm like, where did you get those nails? Yeah, where did the nails come from? I think they came out of the wall, but like. Oh, they came out of the way. Wait, wait, but they're coming out the wrong way. Right, they came out the wrong way and somehow ended up. Oh no, no, oh you know why? No, you know why? Spikes. No, you know why? Hmm. Because he has this quantum guy has magnetic powers. Yeah, I know, but like, why? So he just ripped out a bunch of nails from yeah, his own but wall. Look how fucking big those nails are. Those are like railroad spikes in well, your wall. Well, maybe he needs them. Maybe and that's for this particular thing. And then he tied up some guy with wire. And then he hit the other one, or he hit foreplay with a fridge. Foreplay with a fridge, dumped a fridge on her. Yeah, just <laughs> which is pretty funny. And he shows up, and he's like, "Oh, that girl's dead." And then he basically knows the score. Yeah, he's like, "All right, come out and just give me the fucking line about how I've created you, or whatever." So obviously, we're missing something that and then, has happened. But then he shows up. Then Shogun shows up, and he's like, 
Cuts his head off. Cuts his head off. That's which it. is pretty great because he's got no metal. The thing about him is he's got no metal weapons. Yeah, that, he's got like a. He's got organic web organic weaponry. Which yeah, is, it looks like a, a sharpened stick. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a bone 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 sword. Yeah, sure. And uh, he takes care of business. And yeah, uh, see, gas station heiress. Oh yeah, yeah, right there. Well, good for her. Yeah, she's dead now. Uh, so they they're like, all right, bring everybody. Oh Jesus Christ! I just read this. Right, that guy. Did just, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna repeat it, but goddamn it! Just this. I actually had to look at what year this came out in because this guy drops a slur for gay people. Uh, the guy who like runs the command center like drops a, a slur for gay people that I don't believe anybody would use today. No, they probably use it, but I mean, they would, but, but I mean, like, if you had any, a, but like, if you had to write a character that is intolerant in a comic book, I feel like you would drop that word. Yeah, I yeah. guess, but it's not necessary at all. Like, it doesn't. It this, it this, like any, like really, right. none of this stuff has any bearing on what the hell is going on here. It's yeah. Just a bunch of like, blah blah blah. I mean, maybe you'd use that sort of like to show that this character is intolerant, and maybe that's his deal. I don't know, but like. He hates all races. And, and gay people. And, and gay people, so. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, everybody's dead. Great. And so. The yeah, it's really, really like, it's like, yeah, yeah, really like, great, bring that dead. head. All right, bring the head back. Bring that dude's head back. And then we go back to Cabot, and he's fighting the mo- other mummies, so. And he's, like, ripping brains out again. He rips out a brain. Problem, because yeah, Mummies get, don't have brains, okay? But is it really brains? It looks like a brain. It looks sort of like a brain. And then some dude in a dress shows up. And he's got a skirt. But hopefully not an asshole skirt. No, he probably does not have the asshole skirt. Shock. He doesn't have an asshole skirt. And he's like, oh, I have prophesied that you would be here now. Just, you know, you have come. I am so happy. And that's the end. Yeah. And there's also, like, a preview for Young Blood here. Ridiculous. Which, did we read this, too? I read it, yeah. Oh, well, I read it too. And There's young, some Escher girl fucking boobs don't work that way shit going on in well, this fucking book. This this was drawn. Oh no, this wasn't drawn by Leafield. No, I, this, this is another one of his creations too. Young blood. Yeah, you see there. Look, there's feet. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he didn't draw it. That's why there's feet. Uh, but I love the. Oh uh, wait, wait. What? That's what I'm saying. I love the super. Uh, the outfit where you can see hard nipple through it. Like it, I don't. But is it like supposed to be like metal or something? I don't what, know. What her outfits? I don't know. I don't know. But you can see her nips through it, and she's trying to get everybody to have sex with her, and no one wants to have sex with her. And I, I, don't I like know. this. I like this guy here who is the Wolf Man. Yeah. But he's like, looks like his outfit is like the same, like kind of like the same color of his. Like it's like he's only got two tones. Yeah, yeah. It kind like of matches got, his he's skin. Like tone. he's got, he's got like flesh hair. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's weird. And he's got like a weird V on his. Penis. Penis V. It's a penis V costume. I just... Some of these costumes, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? I, there's, not, there's really nothing I know. Literally, it's just a bunch of like, hey, the team's back together, but it's like, not the kind of team. Yeah, and they're like, look at these tits and some ass, and like this guy just... Just ridiculous fucking penis V costumes. What the hell is this cover? Oh, is this the quantum guy? This guy's face? I'm assuming eyes. that must be him, sure. And here's the team. Okay, I'm looking at the cover. And, uh, right. just, yeah, it's, um, you know, this was like the most nineties comic produced in the 2010 era. Sure. <laughs> it was, a, it was something. There's not a lot of belts though. We've gotten away from belts. There's guns though. There's a lot of guns. There's a gun, there's a knife, there's swords. There's that. As an onk, an with onk blood with on blood it. on it. But you know the funny thing about the blood in this, it's like if you, it's, got, it's it's not it's not like it just kind of, uh, it, it just sort of like it's almost like it was airbrushed. It's just, yeah, no, it's that's weird. the thing. It's, it's, it looks like it was like it was somebody shot them with like a squirt gun full of blood, and yeah. it just kind of like spreads on their clothes. Like I mean, there's yeah, like down like that. It's just like it really does look like it's just like airbrushed or like watercolored on. Yeah. It's so like it, just, it it looks weird against the other uh I don't know, intentional colors, I guess you would say, cuz the blood just looks really dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah, it really, you, you it really cut the guy's people's heads off and stuff. Like, it just it's it really does look like it just kind of smudged on there with like watercolor. It's it's strange. So it's, so it's, the, so they got so you got you got, you got one artist that can't draw feet, and you got another one that can't draw blood. Yeah. <laughs> Sums it up I can't right there. believe you didn't know that he he has a reputation. For I don't. Not I don't read. Enough, I, I don't read enough. For yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not in tune enough with Rob Liefeld's canon. And people hate his work. Oh, I know. Why? Well, I mean, I know. I've seen. I mean, I've seen plenty of his stuff. But there you go. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's Blood Strike. Don't buy uh, grab bags full of comics, guys. You're gonna get this shit. Well. Yeah, I mean, we got some other. I don't even know what else we got in there. Some we got shit. a few more. We got a few Marvels. We did. Uh, we got a Wolverine. We got, got a Wolverine. Uh, we got some an Ultimate X Men, maybe. Ultimate Comics X Men. Uh, but everything else is just like this weird. Well, it's like indie so, stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff in there. Stuff. there's, like, there's like something few... by Garth Ennis in there. It might be exciting. Well, here's the thing. It's like I don't want to make fun of that stuff because it's like, well, it that's might like be really good. It might be really good, but also, I mean, this is this is. Well, that's fucking image. trash. This is image garbage. So I will, I will gladly. That's take trash. This apart. No, so. That's trash right there. Uh, but some of the other stuff might be really good. We just picked trash to read today. And our show. Anyways, <laughs> that's uh, Blood Strike number twenty-seven from two thousand twelve. Two thousand and April two thousand twelve. There you go. Woo. All right, we're back here on Wars Collection over here on uh, Sideshow Network and Comics on Comics. So thank you for joining us. Uh, next up is an issue of Quasar. Yes, Quasar. You are correct. Quasar. Not Quasar. Quasar. Which for some fucking reason you always call him Quasar. Why? Do you have a reason for that? I don't know. I just feel like saying it. It's kind of like there's a scene in... This movie's uh, Suspiria, that they the guy's like instead of saying occult, he's like you must not occult. join you must not join the occult. Yes, I remember the occult. That's the uh, sometimes he's like sometimes just how you say it, you know, or or how you know when they the, you know how they say the term suplex uh-huh. for wrestling. Uh-huh. It's actually pronounced suplex because it's French. I guess yes. And that's how it's been said by one of the most famous announcers, uh, Gordon Soli. Um, so I've, that's, that's how you, that's, you know, play. You, so maybe, but you know, suplex, cause we're fucking American. So we're going to pronounce that X. Let's put that X. But maybe. we say Quasar in America, not Quasar. Cause see, see, here's the thing. I understand that you like to say Quasar, but then you like go into comic book stores, you ask people if they have Quasar comics and you literally call it Quasar and people look at you like you're crazy. Well, because we're looking to be crazy because, if I'm even asking for Quasar in the first right. place. No, that's number one. Number two, you're calling it Quasar. So they're like, what? Because I get it, because you're being funny. You're trying to say your word funny. But those people have no fucking clue what's going on. And now, now they think you're crazy. Because <laughs> not only do you want to read a Quasar comic, you call it Quasar. Let's also speak of a thing that was actually very funny yesterday at the oh. book store, where I, we, they, they, we were cashing out, and oh. they have these, I don't know what they were. They are just like... They were big... Uh, like playing cards, big playing cards with from like, like Marvel characters on them. Marvel characters on them from like the seventies. Yeah, and you know, and I was like, oh well, those are neat. You know, I was like, I wish you know, if they have a like a Wonder Man or Adam Warlock. You know, I'm on it. You know, and, and then somehow it got into the discussion where the guy was like, yeah, there's a uh, a group of but what that you actually asked if anybody was a fan. Of Wonder Man. Okay, yeah. So and I was like, you're like, oh, a couple times, there's like one or two of you guys who come in here. You know, you said there's a group. Well, uh, maybe he meets like three. A group, three could group, be a group. group. Okay, that's more than one. Yeah, but I'm thinking. That, if you add me, that's four. I think he's actually counting you in that number, in that three. I don't know. Because nobody else likes I, Wonder Man. It was so, no. And so he's like, and so it's not I'll, like these people get together and meet. I think he just meant like there's a couple of you guys who wander in there. You guys, there, there's got to be a guy who walks there is, in. There's another guy. There is a, another you, and I swear to God, he looks exactly like you, but he's blonde. <laughs> and he loves Wonder Man, and you guys should like hang out together. And he can surf. Sure, and he surfs, but like you guys should like. Hang and, out but together. the thing is, I asked the guy, I'm like, is it anybody famous? I, yeah. 
I don't care. I, I want to know. know. You really think he's going to be like, yeah, humongous star. Look, the Rock comes in here all the time looking for Wonder Man comics. Maybe he does. I want to know. The Rock does not really like care about Wonder Man. I don't know. I want to. I, I feel that there's somebody out there. You know, there I, is someone out there. I was just a shot in the dark. There is somebody out there, babe, who loves Wonder Man as much as you do. And I was hoping. And one day you're going to meet that guy, and then you and that guy are going to like hang out and be best friends, <laughs> and it's going to be great. <laughs> and there's going to be like a music montage, like from from an '80s. It's going to be one of those like, things where we're, we're like we're just sitting at a table eating Wonder Man, eat, eating Wonder Man, yes, uh, reading Wonder Man comics, and then we just finish and we just trade the comic. Yeah, and like, like smile at each uh, other. Oh, hey. yeah, it's going to be like a, a, a music <laughs> montage of people becoming friends. From 80s TV shows. <laughs> friends love Wonder Man. Look at friends. Read Wonder Man. It's going to be like that. And you guys are going to like skip down Hollywood Boulevard, each holding a Wonder Man comic. <laughs> it's going to be so great. I can't wait for that day. It's going to be such a wonderful day. No. You're going to come home and be like, babe, I met a friend. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you, babe. And then you're going to sing me the Wonder Man song. We're going to have a cake. It's going to be made. It's going to be look like Wonder Man. It's totally going to look like Wonder Man. It's going to be so exciting. I can't wait for that day. It's going to be the best day. Well, there you go. Yep. Now I feel embarrassed. Why? You love Wonder Man. I know I do. And one day you're going to meet somebody else who loves Wonder Man. You guys will be friends. I know. And don't be embarrassed about that. That's going to be very exciting. I shouldn't be embarrassed to ask if somebody famous likes Wonder Man. I just don't know why you had to know if it was somebody famous. I don't know. I'm curious. Like, what a fucking Hollywood ass thing to say. I don't know. I'm just... Somebody famous? Who cares? I just want to know. I'm just giving you... Why? What would you do with that information? I would keep it and be happy. And I would occasionally bring it up when arguments come up about Wonder Man's validity, about whether or not he is useful in the Marvel Universe. I'd be like, well, at least... So-and-so likes him? What if it was a shitty celebrity? What if they're like, yeah, somebody famous likes him, and it's... Uh, I, I, Ted Cruz. <laughs> he's a politician, but he's famous. And that, that would be the worst. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy loved Wonder Man. <laughs> Oh, man, Ted Bundy have a hard-on for Wonder Man. Let me tell you about the Night Stalker. He was also a Wonder Man fan. <laughs> Rumor has it he would read a Wonder Man comic book appearance before he would go and kill. <laughs> Some people say it was his dog that was talking to him, but no, really, it was Wonder oh, that Man. Was David, that was David Berkowitz, who also no. loved Wonder Man. Wasn't that the Night Stalker, too? No, that was the Son of Sam. Uh, Did you not see this on the Sam movie? I never saw that movie. It's actually pretty funny because there's a scene where he's sitting there and like the dog starts like talking to him and the dog's like literally like, kill, kill, (laughs) right? And my friend was like, you know what would be funny if that movie, the dog's voice was replaced by Norm MacDonald's voice? And it's like, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, note to self, kill. (laughs) And it just... Which can we can we do can, can, can we have could that happen? Could, yeah, I, I would watch that movie. I would Hollywood. No, that would be a Hollywood. No, actually, if I was if I was like uh, like producing that movie, I'd be like, could the dog's voice sound like Norm McDonald's? This is why people don't ask you to produce a movie. No, no, it's exactly <laughs> why. It's the, they, will, I will never be successful. All right. Okay. So, Quasar. Whatever you want to call it, babe. Number 19. Number 19 of uh, the, the Quasar, Quake, 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 Quake. God damn it. Quasar, Volume 1, number 19 from February 1991. Yep. Um, and I love this cover. It's a great cover. Because. Doctor Strange is just like, well, here's the like thing. Like at the bottom. This is the thing. Because so Quasar and. Jack of Hearts. Jack of Hearts are having a fight in space. Uh-huh. And. And it's like Doctor Strange is in this comic, so it's like plus Doctor Strange, and for some reason he's just kind of like it's just his shoulders. It's just, it's just like it's just like him kind of like creeping up at the bottom instead of just kind of putting him in like in a box and putting his face. No, he's like just sort of peeking up over a planet as like, if as if he's like watching this going on. He's like, hey, what's going on, guys? It's like he just walked in the room. It's like, hey, oh, never, no, I'm out. Strange. He's not even in here very much. No, he's not. He doesn't do anything. He just show, he shows Except up. Except like Polly Walnuts from his friend. 
<laughs> he shows up and gets yelled at, and then he gets and he just leaves. Yes. All right. So, so, so we, we start. Off, so we start off with um, Kronos. Kronos, who is giant space body man, floating through space. the world, and he just keeps getting bigger and just keeps. He's a celestial being. He's a celestial being and, he, and just keeps getting gianter. And he runs into another celestial being. And he's like, hey, other celestial being. What's Cause, up? Because, let's be honest, you're not going to find many celestial there, beings there really just floating through many. the cosmos. Because space is fucking huge. Right. And, and he's very bored and he has nothing else to do. So he runs into, like, another guy. And they're like, hey, how's it going, other guy? And he's like, good. So they, like, have a little talk. Uh, kind of like old men on the street. Mm, yes. I think even if old men don't know each other, they just sort of stop and talk to each other because it's just sort of like, hey, we are old. We are alive. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation because what else are we doing? So that's basically what happens here. And he's like, how's it going? And he's like, well, you know, he starts telling him basically uh, all of his problems. About how Thanos, he like birthed Thanos. He birthed Thanos and Titan and stuff like that. And he, you know, and, he, and he kind of fucked up. Uh, kind of messed up. And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just kind of floating around here. I'm looking for infinity. He's looking for That's infinity. That's really what I'm doing. Yeah. I am looking for infinity, much like waiting for Godot. Uh, because she apparently is huge. Bitch is huge. And he's looking for this, this huge bitch. And. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's how that's how Marvel the Marvel Universe wants to explain. Looking for a- so he'd be looking for this huge bitch, right? He's floating through space. He's all like, "I'm big, but I'm looking for this big bitch because <laughs> she's bigger than me." And I can't. This, this, I, I, I feel see, like I feel like that's how she's taking up my I feel, space. I feel like this is how Tracy Morgan would explain <laughs> the Marvel Universe. <laughs> looking for this, he's looking for this huge because she's taking up the space that he expects to one day occupy. Oh, okay. So uh, that's why he's looking for her. So he meets this guy. I don't really know what this guy really introduced or whatever, but he shows up and he's like, he's like, but he's so excited to meet, you know, Kronos. Well, well Kronos, Kronos is excited to meet him because he's just like, hey, a friend. Let me tell you all this un, uh, the stuff I shouldn't tell you. Kind of like that guy on the subway. Who sits down next to you and just starts talking to you. I imagine this probably sounds like a conversation like uh, Teddy from uh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, that's exactly. This is the conversation that you have. He just sits down and it's like, hey, hi, how are you doing? So I birthed this horrible creature and, uh, you know, I'm just floating around. That's what I'm doing. And he's talking about all the stuff in this and this other celestial guy's like Uh-huh. He's like, Cool uh-huh. story, bro. All right, I gotta go. And he's like, But wait, you're like leaving. I just saw Don't you. Leave. I haven't talked to anybody in forever. And so he's like I'm lonely. And he's like, Fuck that, I'm out of here. I'll see you later, bro. Because he was like looking he was glad uh this guy gave him the information about the power structure of the universe. Yeah. Which I'm like, if you're a celestial being, you probably could have figured that shit out. Shame on you for being stupid. <laughs> for being a celestial being and being a dumbass. Right? Like, I'm sure. You're like a space, incorpor- you know, you're not a non corporeal body floating through space. Right. Like, and you don't know what the hell to do. Would, you, wouldn't you, you, you like, just, just automatically be like tapped into the sources of information? You, you should be already like this. You this, this, have Google in your head. You are Google. You are Google. You are the cloud. Like that, people upload shit to you. Like, you should be able to like figure out the power structure of like. Whatever. And I'm just like, okay, I guess that's a power structure because he's like, oh, infinity and eternity and oblivion. Yeah. I know eternity. I don't know if I've ever seen infinity or oblivion, but I've seen eternity. And you're like, okay. And he's he like, looks like these guys. And, and he's like, I'm so glad he just told me that. I'm like, you didn't. Like, you couldn't have figured that out? Like, yeah. you're stupid. So he like flies off into like a pink baby face. Well, that's actually the, the face of chaos. Oh, is that Cause, what that is? Yeah, because there's like chaos and there's order and they're just represented by these... What? Gnarly faces. Chaos just, looks like a crying baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what, this was. Crea- this is like okay. Reading this for me holds about as much interest as reading about the new gods. <laughs> I do not care. I'm sorry. I just. I'm I like, kind of like this cosmic stuff, but it's just that's why I like that's why I like quasar 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 quasar. Um. But so we're so anyways head back. So we're back to uh, the Project Pegasus, where apparently Quasar just kind of chills. And he's there with the Squadron Supreme. So 
uh, Squadron Supreme are basically like the JSA. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're from a different dimension. Yep. They're a bunch of, like, heroes that kind of... And they're kind of stuck here right now. Kind of stuck here right now. They kind of represent, like, different, you know, like, superhero tropes. Right. You know, like just Hyperion, and there's Wizard, and there's Power Princess, and there's yep. Dr. Spectrum. And, you know, of course we get to see... And yes. this is, well, there's... <laughs> Actually, it's a very tasteful ass. It is a very tasteful ass, compared to the last one that we saw with the asshole skirt. <laughs> yeah. It's a very tasteful ass with the Power Princess, who went on to have sex with the Hulk. That's right. We read, we read that, yeah. uh, that issue. It all ties in. But it's funny, because they're, they're sitting here. Uh, Quasar's using his Negabands... To against uh, to arm wrestle uh, Doctor Spectrum with giant with their giant light constructs of uh-huh. made into hands, yep. which to be honest they got nothing better to do. Well, why so not? I mean they're literally hanging out. They got nothing else better to do. But then why is why does that guy? I don't even know who that guy is. His costume makes me think of um, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's Wizard. And he looks like Charlie Brown. Because he's got like that, like yellow with the black. I think it's wizard. Zigzaggy. I don't think it's a wizard. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't know. Um, whatever. So anyway, so they're sitting here, and Doctor Strange shows up, and he's not dressed as Doctor Strange. He's actually kind of dressed as like Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts. <laughs> he shows up, and he's like, because because they're trying to get him back, get them, get these guys back to wherever, and he's like, hey, Stugatz. Um, hey, <laughs> you know, and he's like, it's just a very, he's a better looking version of Polly Walnuts. So Doctor Strange is like, um, well, I'll get you guys back. So you know, let's figure this out. I guess um, I'll cast a spell. But like, what is with this chick talking about like her her infant son who like now rules the universe or something? Like, what is going on? I don't even know. It's funny because she's just like, oh, I have all these utilities. He's like, I see. Like, literally, he's just like, yeah. like he's, it's like kind of like when you get like a long text from somebody and just go, yep. Yes. <laughs> this is, this is the Marvel, this is the Marvel comics, but it's just going, okay. Okay. <laughs> New phone, who dis? New phone. <laughs> basically his reaction. Um, yeah, so she's talking about like how her infant son is like now the main wizard. Yeah, I know. I apparently there's a wizard, there's a wizard deal. It's a, a baby wizard. Baby wizard. Baby wizard. That uh, sounds like it's coming to uh, Fox or something. <laughs> Baby wizard. So they try. So he tries to. Um, uh, They're like, "Bye, Quasar." One of them calls him Quas. Like, peace out, Quas. Like, Doctor Strange says his magic words, and <laughs> then only half of them go away. Like, not half of the people. Like, half of their body. Right. So they like cut in half. They're cut in half. And, and it's it, really kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy, and it's funny because they, uh, because apparently there's this um, interdimensional space force that's going on on their end that is preventing them from uh, completing this uh, this deal. Yeah. You know, Let you them go back to their dimension. And I think that's where her infant son comes. In. I don't even. Know yeah, where this guy comes. So, Whatever. so, so he shoves. So Quasar like goes in. He's like, "Quick, grab onto my power beamy things, and I'll pull you back into our dimension, my dimension, you know, the six one six world." And uh, great. And so everybody's like, ends up in a pile. Oh, this is the baby wizard. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. Like she's. I don't understand what the whole like. He's our or my infant son is our new wizard supreme, and it's literally a baby. Apparently he's being shitty. Yeah, and he has to, like, walk through something. I really didn't understand what her point was. Just, like, once he gets to the end of this journey, he'll send a Pegasus, and we can return. So these guys are stuck, and they gotta stay... Like, whatever. Whatever. So, so he's, he's like, let me get you guys some rooms. Uh, you might have to share. You might have to share. This ain't fucking Ritz. It's like a Holiday Inn. The, the hol- Project Pegasus is the Holiday Inn. But, uh, you know, clean, clean space sheets, spaces. anyway. Uh, so, and uh, shitty no breakfast com- buffet. Is there continental breakfast at yeah. Project Pegasus? Yeah. And it's pretty shit. Hopefully not ham cubes. Not ham cubes, like, but you know there's those cereal dispensers that kind of, like, you have to crank. In, like, a weird turn- way. And, it, goes, yeah. and, and it, it just crumbs. It just, it just basically, you just get, like... You get, like, Cheerio dust. Mmm. You know? Delicious. So that's what they're looking forward to. Yeah, Anyways, so it's exciting. So, uh, so so these guys are... So anyway, so we find out, sweet, sweet, our buddy from the cover, uh, Jack of Hearts, he's towing he's some... He's towing a pride flag. Yes! 
Yes, he is. Because <laughs> it's like he's towing these rainbow things. Like, they're all different colors, so it's the co- it looks like a rainbow. And he's got some, like, guy behind him named Sergey, which I think is funny. It's like some Russian dude in a chair. Yeah. You know, they're all like, all right. Oh, I, it, he's basically having a space pride parade. Space pride parade. In his fabulous costume. <laughs> his costume. Is so fucking ridiculous. The fact that he looks like he does, I think he's, I, I, I find it to be very, uh, he's an interesting character, mm-hmm. but it's fucking, his costume is ridiculous. Yeah. So then we go back to uh, Quasar and Doctor Strange flying off, waving by, so uh, Quasar can go to work as Wendell. Wendell, Wendell Vaughn. Wendell so here's the here's deal with Quasar. Yeah. He is. A lawyer? No, he's oh. basically uh, he basically he graduated from uh, Shield, and he was going to be like a Shield agent, but they realized that he's too much of a wimp to be a Shield agent. But they re- but he also he somehow got a hold he got a hold of these quantum bands, uh-huh. and every time because Shield had them, and Shield was you know Shield agents were trying these quantum bands on. And a lot of them were just blowing up. They didn't like them. No, because the quantum bands, they well, couldn't... They, they kinda, it's kind of like Green Lantern's ring. You have to like be worthy to wear them. Right, and they, and they didn't have enough self-control, but it turns right. out that Quasar, being the wuss that he is as a field agent, also was able to uh, use his chill attitude to c- control the quantum bands, mm-hmm. Right. So what he does though is, is being the quantum having the quantum bands, he is the appointed protector of Eon. Uh-huh. Which uh, is that weird eyeball who, guy. Who is the space celery with a big eyeball. Uh space broccoli. Space with, broccoli. With a big eyeball and he really creepy eyeball. Oh yeah, no, he's I don't understand he's how he's the most disgusting looking thing. <laughs> You're just like, ew. But it's but it's fun, it's fun. that's why that's why I love this book though, because it's like he's literally just like he's like he'll he'll just be like Hey, Eon, and it's like, Eon's just he looks like... like a garbage pail kid. It is. He's, just like, <laughs> he's literally talking to this giant garbage pail kid. With from, like, just like a, he's like a ball of clay with like an eyeball in it. It's really gross. So he, um, so he's the, the protector of the universe. Right, but like, what's his day job? So like, obviously he's so, in a suit whoa, whoa, with a mullet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so his day job is he's a, um, his cover is that he's a, uh, oh, Shit. Um, why am I blanking? He's like a like a a security systems uh, okay, yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he creates security systems gotcha. for like high end stuff, and he's in the Baxter Building. Yeah, so he takes up space there, uh-huh. and you know sometimes you know the Fantastic Four is like, hey, bro, whatever. You he, know? he has he's very blonde with a mullet and some serious Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, that's his identity. Is a secret identity is Wendell Vaughn Geek with mullet and Geeky mullet. And uh, with secretary who wears club wear to work, as so many of these women in these comics do. Yeah, they're just like, you know what? I'm going to wear a mini dress to the office. So she's in there with, um, he's in there with this girl. Uh, you know, so there's this, um, what's her name, uh, Miss Steckley, who is. I, she came in. To, there's issues before this uh-huh. where she shows up and she's like, I want to work for Mr. Vaughn and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but she has an ulterior motive mm-hmm. and she somehow gets behind the staircase, the, the bookcase where he keeps Eon. See, there he is right there. Cause Eon's just like, you know, like, Hey, I got a space seller. I got, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she like, apparently she didn't come into work yesterday and she's back and she's sitting on his couch and she's like, Oh, I, I had a medical emergency. And he's like, Oh, you should, you should be at home. And, She's like, no, I want to work. And he's like, no, I insist. And he, like, goes to, like, help her off the couch, and she throws him. Yeah. Like, over her shoulder, and the bookcase comes off, and then you can see Eon's weird eye with his hair. He's got, like, like a Conan O'Brien dude. He really does. He's got Conan hair and, like, a big old eyeball. And he's... He's just gross. <laughs> and he's kind of like, ooh. But it's funny because I love... Is that love, like his cage? That's where you live. That's where the space cage is. But and, is he in a cage? Oh, he's in a cage. Just a room. Okay. When he keeps him in the space and then he goes and Quasar will be like... Because Quasar's bands can talk to him. But like he can't... He's not just wandering out in space or is this just how you get to This is how you get to where his neighborhood is. He's oh, in the okay. space room. But he can, you know... He can go wherever he wants, right? He's yeah. not trapped. Yeah. 
I think, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, he doesn't need food or anything. He just could sit there and just contemplate and basically guide Quasar, you know, throughout Does he ever the, think about, like, why do I have this big fucking eyeball? I don't know, actually. Uh, That's a good question. Uh, so, so thankfully, before the, the book, because the bookcase is about to fall because it's been tampered with, uh, thankfully, uh, Makari, his uh, eternal buddy, runs in. That's why it says Wist. Yeah, because he he's, he he, he he's like a Flash. He's like a Flash guy, and he you know helps with this. And um, he's like, "Oh, I, I saved it," and and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go home. Sorry, I threw you, boss. Uh, I won't throw you again." And so he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, we're me and my my buddy here. We're gonna go look for an apartment." Yeah. Somewhere. And they get hooked. They get they get a hookup, but we find out that. The woman who threw Quasar is like mentally connected. Yeah, Miss Steckley is mentally connected, and they're chatting, and she's making a bath, and she loses her hair. And that's what you know. What I think, I think this is maybe this is Moon Dragon in disguise. Oh, okay. Because she uh, wearing a wig. Yeah, she's wearing a wig and stuff. I mean, and I, I just feel like this is who we're going to find out. Because she does show up in these books later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have to get the next one because I want to find out who it is. Uh-uh. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, so they go looking at a, at a hotel. It's an apartment. An apartment. It's, you know, it's like a one-bedroom loft. And they rent it. Which is fine. Because they're bros. They're bros. Which might be weird. Literally says bro. Yeah. You know, man, 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 Quasar's like, Makari, bro, we got a place. And he's like, yeah, let's go celebrate. You it's know? Like, oh, no, I was going to ask out that, that waitress, or not waitress, the, the receptionist in her mini dress. Yeah. Because so. but, 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 but the, the, she's, like, really into him. Yeah, she is, which is weird. Because she well, you know, what happened was, so, in the very, like, first couple issues when he establishes this office, mm-hmm. he she he runs into her, like, running, she gets, she goes to, like, a job interview dressed like she does. Mm-hmm. And she gets, like, laughed out of the interview. Yeah. And he sees her walking out, and she's like, hey, he's like, oh, she's. Oh, uh, you know, I think she runs into him or something. She, it's like kind of like a movie thing where it's like it's a meat cute. This is actually like a lot like a sitcom where it's like it's like too many cooks, you know. And then she's like, yo, hey, she meets this guy in the office. It's like, or you know, walking out of the building, he's like, well, you can come work for me. I'm a startup. I've got you know business and whatever. You should come work for me as my uh, my lady person. Like receptionist. Receptionist. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, I just wanted you to notice me. I even broke up with my boyfriend. Yeah, and yeah. then she's like, "Well, maybe you're not into chicks because you guys just got that apartment together." And he's like, "Oh no, I'm really into women." Even though he just fucking rented a one bedroom loft apartment with another guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I'll take it. I mean, no, it's no judgment. If well, you're into dudes are dudes, but like, you, uh, I mean, maybe he's bi, which is fine. I hope. I hope Eon moves in with them. They're gonna have. A, <laughs> they could have the creepy space broccoli sitting there. Like that. That would actually be a great. Sitcom. That's why I like reading this book. It just feels like a like a weird sitcom. Yeah. Like actually, my favorite part of the, one of my favorite moments in this is when Quasar's father uh, he dies for some reason. Mm-hmm. He dies. Well, because people die. Yes, he dies. He dies because like he gets because he because he discovers Eon. You know, because his dad's like a physicist, uh-huh. and he discovers Eon. He just spends like days talking to him, and I forgot what happens to his dad, um, and he dies mm-hmm. and like there's like this tension between quasar and his dad and he but quasar's dad like he goes to see him after he dies mm-hmm. but his dad is being kept alive like we get a bernie style by eon oh i think you've shown me that yeah like he's kind of like and his dad's just kind of like hello yes hi <laughs> you know and his dad, he's like, mm, dad's looking kind of weird. It's like, yes, because the space broccoli is keeping him alive. Conan O'Brien, Conan O'Broccoli. Conan O'Broccoli. Conan O'Space Broccoli. Conan O'Broccoli. So, anyway, so Quasar's uh, at dinner at with dinner, the girl. And like, no, I totally like you. And it's totally okay that I'm dating literally the woman I pay uh, for her office services. And that's not weird or uh, inappropriate at all. And she's like, that's great. Because uh, I was hoping that is the case, that we could have sex, even though I depend on you for my wages and employment and health insurance. So uh, oh, there's no health insurance here. There's no health insurance at this no. office. Uh, it's my wages. 
and continued employment. And he's like, oh, no, some... She's wearing a very inappropriate outfit. Every outfit she dinner. has is inappropriate. She was wearing, like, a spaghetti strap party dress earlier. Oh, that's right. Now she's got, like, gem in the holograms, like, yeah. misfit eyeshadow on. and <laughs> She's dressed like like a, like if you looked at, at, the, like, at the cover of, like, any, like, 80s, like... No, no, you know what she's dressed like? So if you watch the Kroll show... And that character Chelsea Peretti plays where she does that makeover. Oh, yeah. It's like, look like this. Like, <laughs> that girl, that's what she's that, – that's her. <laughs> that's her. She's got some giant eyebrow – eyeshadow here. Like, uh, literally, no, there's, like, there's like eyebrow and then there's like – A lot. Yeah. It, it's very drag. It's kind of fantastic actually. But, <laughs> so anyway, um, some when Jack of Hearts flies too close to the earth, the, those band things appear on Crazy – Quasar's wrist. And so, so when she finally gets to see this, and apparently everybody in the restaurant does too. Yeah, because he's like, oh, uh, I have to go. And she's like, oh, you have another meeting? He's like, no, check out these bands. I'm the newest Avenger, Quasar. And she's like, what? What? And she's like, what? He's like, peace out. We'll go flying like in the Superman movie. Like he literally kind of creepily grabs her face. He creepily, and she's like, oh. And he like runs away. Uh, so that's the last we see of her in her 80s outfit. And so he flies away to go find... Jack of Hearts. Jack of Hearts. And he's like, hey, Jack, what's going on? Uh, I just want to know what you're doing here. Here's the thing about Quasar, though. I love Quasar because he's kind of, like, he's very, like, vulnerable kind of guy. Like, he's constantly like, do I do this wrong? Do I do this right? You know, he's got a lot of, you he's know. A dork. He's a dork, you know, but he's. He's a dorkable. He's a dorkable. He is a dorkable. And he's, dorkable. look at his outfit. He looks like an asshole. He's got know. another one of those weird cowl things that I don't understand. He doesn't keep this one for very long. He actually changes it up so he gets, like, he just, he's full bullet. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, so he embraces good. his bulletness. It's nice. But, you know, but uh, I, I I dig him a lot, you know, and he's he's kind of, like, freaking out about this girl, you mm-hmm. know, how he's like, oh, I told her this, oh, no, Maybe tonight I'm supposed to, whatever. So he finds Jack of Hearts, and he's like, hey, Jack, uh, what's going on? He's like, why? what up? Where's your passport? Why Why are you here? Because, like, I just wanted to know. And Jack of Hearts is like, I'm not going to tell you. Let's fight. Which is, of course, the typical comic book thing one does, which it would be easier to say, I'm here because of X, but fighting, uh, more important. Yeah, so basically it is. And Quasar's like, what the hell, dude? I just want to know why you're here, really. It's cool. And, like, so Jack of Hearts won't answer him, and they just fight. Fight, 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 fight. Yeah, and then and like actually, like one of the creatures that he's apparently transforming these creatures, and one of them got like f- blown out of the hole. I know he's like, ah. <laughs> just a boy. Actually, it's kind of it's really sad. Yeah, it's like, that of, creature's not doing anything. He was just hanging out. Yeah, he's dead as a fuck now because he's got like because he, he's probably being transported as a prisoner. Mm-hmm. To, I guess to Earth or something, yeah. and he's just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Jack Jack and Hart's like, what the fuck, dude? You're just you know whatever. They're just beating each other up. Right. And uh, and then Quasar tries to like suck his power out because his energy, yeah, because his Nega bands can like do all sorts of stuff with like the energy um, readings and stuff, and he could do that. But like basically, Jack of Hearts is pure energy, right? So if you suck it out of him, he dies. So Quasar's like, oh, I better not do that. I'll surround him with this like light force. Well, it's his bubble. It's his, yeah, it's his Nega like, energy. That he'll be he like, okay, do. I'll take you back to Earth, man. You okay? And then Jack of Hearts, of course, tries to kill him. And then his buddy is <coughs> Sergey, I assume, shows up in the chair. Yeah, Sergey. What the hell Sergey's doing here? I don't know what Sergey's going on. Yeah, and then I don't know what happens after that. Yeah, because they what they want to do is they want to get 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 they want to um they want to mess with Eon. Mm. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. So because the next issue is assault on Eon. Mm-hmm. They they're going to assault the space celery that is e- space space. Broccoli. Why is he space broccoli? I don't know. Is that what they call him, space broccoli? I call him space broccoli. Does he look like broccoli? Well, you, wait, you can, you, you've never seen the whole thing? No, I saw the whole thing. He kind of looks like a, like a ball. Why does he, he, see, that's why does he have a face in there? I don't know. That's a thing. He also has like a he, wacky hand. I would kind of call him more like a tree instead of broccoli. He kind of looks like broccoli. He looks like space rhubarb. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is he part of Groot? No, he's not. He looks like a tree. Why does he have hair? No, he's got one eyeball, and then where the other eyeball should be is a really angry face. He's also kind of veiny. Yeah, he's like kind of like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's veiny like a dick. And he's got like a really bad wig and like uh, like a bendy arm. 
Yeah, I've actually never noticed like, like his a, arm. Like a, uh, like a Mickey Mouse arm <laughs> just, like, stuck on him with, like, a big hand. I've never noticed his arm. Well, there it is. Yeah. So there you go. That's, so, so that's who Quasar reports to. That's a lot. And he has to kind of be like, hey, what's going on? And it's, it's funny because occasionally sometimes in the comic, like, Quasar will be in his office and then there's like a there's like a scene where like there's a, a panel where he like Quasar like or Eon moves the uh the bookshelf bookshelf and just kind of pokes pokes out and yeah. he's like Quasar's just like hey Eon it's just it's just very like It's a sitcom. It's a sitcom. It's like Belky. Yeah. Um <laughs> like if he came out if he, if he would have did that, it would have never been a laugh track. That's funny. That's 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 So maybe you can I just say one thing? Uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Nah. <laughs> no, we're not talking cocaine. We're talking acid. Acid cocaine. Jim Starlin, who probably I think created Eon, did, they they did a shit ton of acid back in the seventies. You'd have to. You have to. There's no real, really no really. I mean, like, it's... make it a veiny dick tree. <laughs> All right. So like he's like so he's, he's got his like bo- one eye, dude. The colors, dude. <laughs> so his boss is gonna be like this giant like veiny dick tree monster with like <laughs> Conan O'Brien hair. Who's Conan O'Brien? You'll know in several years. When it happens, you'll know. Twenty years, bro. So and he's like... gonna have like this face, and there's gonna be a giant eye, and he's gonna have like roots and stuff. And then eventually, like, he dies. You know, Eon dies. Does somebody he, cut him down, like, chop him down? With no, but he gives birth to Epic, which is, like, a mini... So Eon is a lady? I don't know. He's both genders, I'm assuming? Because he... He reproduces himself. Reproduces. He's, an, like, an amoeba. Mm. <coughs> so there's so he much... He's hermaphroditic. Mm, yes. Like I mean, he looks, like, he looks like a dude. Yeah, well, like, worms are hermaphroditic. Mm, yeah. They're both. So Eon could also be both. Angry face and an eyeball and a veiny dick body. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyways. So that, let me settle that. Is that, that the end of that? I think that's the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the end of Quasar, number 19 from February 1991. Uh, and that's it for our show this week. Yeah, I'm thank, really hungry right now. So thank you for listening. Uh, you can always... Uh, Check us out on Twitter. Uh, I am at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N, and I am at Jen Stansfield on Instagram and Twitter, and JenStansfield.tumblr.com, JenStansfield.wordpress.com, and Angry Hero or TheAngryHero.tumblr.com. You can check me out there and Angry Hero Sean at Instagram. Jesus Christ, social media is way too much. It's too much shit. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye.